Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, informs and embraces the spouses beside the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever and whenever you want. And with products and services tailored for ADF members and Defence spouses, you'll wonder why you didn't join sooner. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. So what support or information do you wish was offered to you when you were a new spouse or what could have been provided or what could you have found out that would have made it a little bit easier as a new spouse? I think just knowing what resources are out there would have been really helpful. Like at the start of the year, they do those sort of welcome to location events, at least in some places. But you know, we got married partway through the year. And and so we don't fall into that category of being new in location. So even just knowing, you know, the fact that there is a community centre on the base and those sorts of details would have been really helpful. And I think as well that with a lot of things, you know, like DCO and stuff, which I know they've changed the acronym now, you know, that that we kind of have to contact them. They can't, you know, for privacy or whatever, they can't just pop us on a mailing list. We have to request it. But yeah, if you don't know, you don't know. And so I think just if someone had said to me, hey, there's these services available, there's these people you can talk to, that would have been really good. Or or even sometimes this is the contact of, of another spouse in the unit or or that kind of thing could have been helpful too. Yeah, in terms of would I have necessarily used those things? Again, it's hard to actually know if early on I would have done that because of, you know, where we were. If, if for example, we'd you know, gotten married and immediately moved locations, I think I probably would have started searching out those supports a lot earlier than than perhaps what I did. But I think for me now, I now try and be a bit more of that person. So when I think about what would have been nice for me to know or or have, if I see the opportunity, I'm probably a little bit more forthcoming in sharing what I've learned with people. Just try and offer that advice and support when I can. Defence partner Emily talks about the need for more detailed information when it comes to explaining the benefits of defence life, like housing and healthcare. You've mentioned that you just saw the information that mentions the benefits and doesn't really go into detail. It mentions the health program and defence housing and that you had mentioned that you sort of need a little bit more information. But at this point in time, what type of information would be useful for you or what sort of information do you wish was offered to you to make this process that little bit easier? I feel like I've found everything I needed to find, but what information would have been really good initially before I had to go look for it was just that information about defence housing or that like provided to you in detail, like not having to go look for it because I'm sure not everybody goes to the effort to look for it either, but it's a bit overwhelming when you're reading things on Facebook because not everything's always true and it's very contradicting. Like people's opinions and experiences are contradicting. So you're like, oh, well, is that what it's going to be like for me or is it not? And then you read someone that says something different and it just would be good to have it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. 
about what defence housing will actually be like and how we go about that and the process. And the same with the family health program, just how to go about like doing the forms, all of that so it's ready. And because I feel like it takes so much paperwork when you go to Wagga, but I know there's more paperwork to come, but I was the one sitting there doing the paperwork. Like, sure, he was signing it. He knew what he was doing and I was helping him, but I was the one writing down the address and the Medicare numbers and all of that. And that's just something I've always done. I maybe shouldn't have done it for him. Maybe I should just let him go do it because when they give him forms once he's in, he's going to have to work it out for himself. And that always worries me because I'm like, oh, well, I always do the paperwork. So I hope he does it right. Defence partner Fiona talks about the fact that there is no introduction to defence life. When you were a new spouse and obviously you and your husband moved in together before you, you know, were de facto and you didn't really exist to defence until all of that paperwork went through. But by the time the paperwork goes through, it's not like you get this welcome pack sort of thing. Like, no. oh, now you're official. Here you go. Here's what you're yeah, entitled yeah, to. Yeah. When you were a new spouse, like what information or support was offered to you back then that was yeah, beneficial? Yeah, I think this or... brilliant. Like um, it doesn't even occur to me. But now thinking back, it's like, wow, there's nothing, is there? Yeah. And I have a cousin who's just gotten engaged to a Navy guy and the question she's asked me about, you know, moving and housing and how it all works, it's just crazy. It's only because she knows someone and she's able to ask me those questions because there isn't that welcome pack or that realistic advice about what's, what your future may look like. Yeah. So, so yeah. what do you think you would have loved to have been offered or what information would have been beneficial or support would have been beneficial for you when you were a new spouse? I could probably think of a lot of things that I wish I knew. My hesitation in stating those is that I don't know if anyone would have known about them. And so, and I think many of our experiences as military wives are so specific to our husbands and the jobs they do and what happens in our personal lives and the health of our family members and whether we have kids or we don't have kids or whether they're deployed or whether they're local or whether their job requires them to go out bush or stay home. And all of those things is so specific to every family. It means that at any one time, everyone is experiencing a different life. But I think some realistic advice around possibilities, and that's why I love your podcast so much, is because you can tap in and kind of go, oh, wow, let's listen to what's happened, 12 removals in 15 years. Wow, okay. And, and people can just have these things on their radars and I've listened to a few of yours with, you know, industry-specific about where these women are working. And so if you were yourself a nurse, you could tap into your podcast and listen to, you know, another lady's experience as a nurse and how she's gotten jobs. And so that's what I love. And I think that's, that's where the, um, the information becomes valuable and real. You can't actually say, okay, for the next 15 years, your life will look like this because nobody knows but just having some, some real-life cases where, these, where we can all listen to each other and kind of think about what's going to happen. Defence partner Ray talks about the gap in information when it comes to general guidance of what you'll go through once training starts and you're suddenly a defence couple. And so what support or information do you wish was offered to you when you were a new spouse, obviously when your partner went off 
to training you mm. had been together for a little while by the time that happened kind mm. so like you know just because you've been together for a while doesn't mean you know the process any more than anyone yeah. else kind of thing. Yeah. What do you wish was offered to you or what kind of information would have been or support would have been helpful? I think like a, just a very quick flyer or a handbook just to be like how to prepare with your spouse being away. But I think um, I think they changed their acronym now, but like defence families, they they did provide like a couple things, but it wasn't really an appointment day. It was kind of like, well, um, like, you know, Hubert, my partner had to send me the, um, like, I guess the resources on who to, to um, approach about, you know, dealing with someone away and stuff like that. So I think it was, it would have been nicer to have, you know, obviously I had to go through security checks and being, cause I was already his partner at that time. And he put me as his next kin and stuff. And he said, I, sorry, I would have liked that. Um, you know, that there was a session, an information session that was like, you know, this is what's going to happen. Um, just a little getting ready. Like, you know, I just, it would have been nice to have a manual. And there was like a, a constant in-joke between me and one of the previous um, defence partners is that like, well, it would have been really nice to have just like a quick read of what would what kind of trauma we'd be going through before um, having to actually sit it because, you know, then we would have not have been I guess as emotional because we would have been prepared a bit more or run the other way but yeah no way. exactly <laughs> yeah no that's right You're like please just give me a bit of a taste yeah. of what the trauma is going to be no, like that's right like a heads up or just someone to be like hey if you want to stick around this is what it's like if not go <laughs> yeah oh, if not it's totally normal for you not to want to <laughs> yeah no exactly and I think that's what surprised us having people stick around still so it was nice to see some of them still around (laughs) yeah for sure and it's not necessarily that you know it's not necessarily that you know that they can spell out exactly this is going to happen because Mm. obviously things change with defense just the nature of it then COVID (laughs) and all of that sort of stuff they can't give you like a straight line Nine out of 10 defence spouses wish they found out about Defence Bank sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning and currently has a rating of 4.8 out of 5 in both the app and Google Play Store. It does everything a big bank app does with cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, pin change functionality, savings roundup, spend tracker, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a Defence Bank branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia. And with many of their branch staff a defence spouse or partner, you'll be talking to someone who just gets it. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au. Just some sort of general guidance as to this might be the process and then this kind of thing. And, you know, you might be feeling this at this stage, that kind of thing. That's right. No, exactly. And I think that would have been a lot more nice and preemptive because, yeah, like we just, I think we were more taken aback by how much we were crying. Like just, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was insane. Like, honestly, if I, I would have cried you a river, like if, yeah. if anything. And it just, it wasn't, I mean, you know, like it wasn't even a codependence thing or anything. It was just that like, oh my gosh, he's away and I'm not used to that. Yeah. I can't even talk to him for a month. Like that was insane. But, oh, actually at that time I was in Philippines. Like I, 
I'd taken a month off. I think that was me going, well, I'm going to save myself. I'm going to, you know, self-preservation. I'm going to go to the Philippines <laughs> myself. If you're going to be in base and not going to be talking to anyone, I'm not going to be talking to anyone in general. I'll go to the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> and I was spending time with family. So then when I came back, it was the height of COVID. And then it just, yeah, yeah it hit home, hit home even more. I was Although, yeah, in all seriousness, like obviously, you know, you know, we're joking about crying and all of that sort yeah. of stuff. But I mean, you are kind of like going through this transition and this grieving process of, mm. well, we were this and now we're this, but I yeah. don't actually know what this is kind of thing. No, exactly, exactly. And I think it did bring, because of all that uncertainty, they couldn't give us, they couldn't tell us what was happening because they didn't know. Um, and they had to, you know, they had to figure out how to go with the flow as well every day and it was just tough. Yeah, which I know, I mean, also then it helps when the defence member, because the defence member is having a totally different experience. They don't really understand what we're going through. We don't understand what they're going through. (laughs) And they're focused on like doing their training. This is the career I've been waiting to, you know, I've been waiting years and years to get into the Navy. Now I'm finally doing it. I need to focus and I need to, you know, get through and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, They don't actually know what's going on on their side and you don't know what's going on your side, but I mean, the fact that you guys can both support each other in, you know, different ways to still, you know, stay strong as a couple, you know, says a lot because it is a lot of pressure on a relationship. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's all of that and it's just, yeah, you, there's a lot of reinsurance involved. I think there wasn't a day that we needed to hear, like, we're going to be okay, <laughs> like, you know things will happen we'll meet again and all this other stuff so yeah, yeah. it's just yeah I I think like, like I keep telling him like I don't know what you go through but I can imagine I can't even begin to imagine how much you go through because you know they have to wake up at the crack of dawn and you know we get to wake up a little later and <laughs> mm. and you know they have to stay on a ship for 24 hours and all that stuff so mm. it's, it's a lot of responsibility and but you know not to say that we have you know being ahead of a household is also being hard as well and dealing with all the other civilian stuff that you have to deal with that they don't have to deal with. Yeah. Defence Partner Elise talks about the need for a welcome pack of some sort to show that defence partners are valued. Obviously, you've mentioned once you got involved with the spouse community and, you know, now you're helping the spouse community through your work. What do you wish, you know, obviously you would have loved all the stuff that you're doing for other spouses when you were first a spouse and, you know, struggling with communication and all of that sort of stuff. But what do you wish was offered to you or information or support was offered to you when you were a new spouse? How, what do you think would have made your spouse experience that little bit better at the start? I feel for the military sometimes because when you first become a spouse, you're a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they, the military don't know about you. But I think as soon as they do know about you, even a pact to say, welcome to the family, you're valued. And also maybe some, some events that you can go to, even to learn about some challenges that, or how to overcome some challenges that you may face. Um, I felt like I had zero introduction to it because it wasn't until Greg was deployed, I think, that I got my first letter that said um, it was the standard military letter. He's a brochure or a number to call if you're if you need help. And that's all I had. 
Um, so I really didn't feel like I was part of this military family until I moved to Townsville and made myself get involved. Whereas I think if they had some, even a little book I could read as well in my own time and then make my mind up if I want to attend events and things like that. I, I think that would help immensely. Like you mentioned, like a lot of the time when defence members do first start out or, you know, when you just get together with someone that's already in defence, obviously at the start you're a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner and you're not recognised. And then, you know, you go on and get married or whatever the case, become de facto and you are recognised, but it's kind of like the letdown because now you're recognised and you're still not getting anything. So <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. it, it was kind of better when I wasn't recognised because I wasn't expecting anything because I wasn't recognised. Now I'm recognised. Where's all the, where's the stuff? Where's the, where's the muffin basket? Yeah. Now I've got that tick against my name. I've got the pass. I've got the, you know, we're in a DHA property. Oh, I still don't exist. Defence partner Mika talks about how hard it was to find basic need-to-know information. You mentioned that you just grill Alex all the questions, you know, <laughs> that, that sort of thing, but he he also only knows so much because, totally. it's, you know, he's only been in defence as long as you have known <laughs> totally. him kind of thing. And then when he's training, it's not like he's, well, I don't really have the answer to that question because I haven't posted yet or I haven't Mm. you know done this job yet or I haven't like I haven't experienced any of that I'm just focused on doing the training kind of thing and he can only ask so many questions of the different people that surround him what would be the information that you like to be available or what would help you on the journey because obviously you know you can only prepare so much until you actually do it and you can go okay well Mm. I'll do this better next time or I wouldn't do this next time or I know that tip and trick for next time kind of thing Mm. but what would I guess make you feel more comfortable in knowing kind of what's ahead or how to navigate a posting or moving or all of that sort of stuff what kind of information do you think could be available to help you I don't even know it might exist somewhere and I just haven't found it but um I guess maybe because I'm so fresh like I do feel like there there seems to be a bit of information out there for like partners who yeah are currently living with their defense member or yeah recognized or doing MWDU like officially and things like that but I guess I've been yet to see much info about just like the total fresh ones like me who yeah like you said are kind of half in half out I don't know maybe like a little toolkit or something like that that sort of lists out yeah how you do all I guess all in one spot how you do kind of get to that like recognized point or like how to how you go through those applications and and maybe even even just yeah a definition of what each of them mean and and what they entail and and then I guess yeah even just some facts I suppose or you know just really basics I think the info that I see gets quite complicated which potentially just because it's assumed that maybe you've been in for a while before you are looking for some particular information but I guess just for freshies like me maybe just a really basic kind of one one page of almost like need to knows I guess would be cool I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. 
Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 